This is The Jerry Callahan Show. <laughs> Good evening and welcome to Jerry Callahan tonight. I don't know if that works. I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe we could steal the song. I don't think they're going to use it anymore, Ironhead. I think uh, that is fair game. Uh, the, the little jingle. We've yeah. heard the last of the Tucker jingle. Uh, I don't think the replacement host is going to be able to use it. Um, I got a theme today. Be careful what you wish for. A lot of people are celebrating the end of Tucker Carlson tonight on Fox News, the highest rated show in cable news. The most influential host in cable news is out and he has been silent for the last 24 hours. I assume he's going to remain that way for a little while, which is frustrating a lot of people. They were hoping he would uh, start kicking and screaming, you know, like Don Lemon did. <laughs> we can get to Don Lemon and his ignominious farewell from CNN. The two of them out on the same day, two very different situations. One guy is just, uh, he's useless. I mean, Don, no one wants Don Lemon. No one's going to hire Don Lemon uh, because he sucked at his job. His ratings were terrible. His reputation was terrible. He wasn't very smart. He didn't uh, ask the tough questions. He was a toady for the Biden administration, a typical CNN guy. But you know how bad you have to be to be gay and black and liberal and fired by CNN? That's how it ended for uh, Don Lemon. They just said, you're out. See ya. And the two girls, uh, his co-hosts, uh, came on this morning and said, uh, oh, we're going to miss him. He's a good friend. He was a good colleague. They lied. They hated him. And they're glad to see him gone. Everybody's glad to see him gone. Lots of people are glad to see Tucker Carlson gone. There's lots of people gloating today, and we'll get to some of them. But all I have to say is uh, he ain't going away. And um, his return will be the most anticipated comeback in, I don't want to say cable news, because he might not return to cable news. In fact, the odds are against it. We have the odds, by the way. There are odds on where Tucker will end up next. I'm just going to say this is uncharted territory. This is uh, unprecedented. I'm looking back at lots of, there's lots of people, lots of guys who've been fired from their jobs in news, TV news, cable news, network news. And it's amazing. Almost all of them were fired because they couldn't keep their hands to themselves. Beginning with uh, Tucker's predecessor, Bill O'Reilly, who was the king of the hill for a long time on cable news. But uh, Bill just couldn't keep his hands to himself. And uh, he caused a lot of problems at Fox News, a lot of lawsuits. He cost Rupert Murdoch a lot of money in settlements. I believe one settlement was for $30 million. Do you know how far you have to go to cost your company $30 million um, in, uh, in, in uh, legal, <laughs> legal fees and settlements? And when Bill left, we kind of thought, wow, that's going to be a tough guy to replace. Well, Tucker stepped in and didn't just replace him. He exceeded him. He made him just an afterthought. He was much better at the job than Bill O'Reilly, who was good and had a huge audience. And he's still out there <laughs> looking at and trying to remain relevant. 
he was on, uh, I believe, uh, uh, Chris Cuomo. Is it Chris? Yeah, Chris Cuomo show talking about this, but nobody cares. Bill O'Reilly's not coming back. And nobody can step into that slot and do what Tucker did. Last night, if you missed it, Brian Kilmeade, good company man, filled in. He started the show by saying he's a good friend of Tucker's. He'll remain a good friend of Tucker's. And then he went on to do the show. I don't know. You can't hate Brian Kilmeade. He's not a hateable guy. He's a likable guy. He's on the damn network, you know, morning, noon, and night. Um, I don't think he's the permanent replacement. If he is, it will be a mistake. Brian will never uh, be able to fill Tucker's shoes and people will uh, turn away in droves looking for someone else, something else to watch. So I'm not sure what they're going to do, but, and, and more importantly, I don't know what Tucker's going to do. Nobody knows. He's the first guy that I can find. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe someone can uh, help me out on the comment line here who got fired, who got booted from his job for editorial reasons because he was too dangerous. He signed off on Friday after eating pizza with the pizza delivery guy, eating pineapple and sausage pizza and said, I will see you Monday. He did not uh, appear Monday. He was uh, fired yesterday morning, and the uh, theories were just uh, flying left and right. What happened? Well, we got we got all the theories. We got all the uh, the guesses. Um, there was a dispute somehow, some way, on what he could or could not say. That's how to go out. If you're a cable news host, you want to go out on principle. And that appears to be what happened with Tucker. The couple theories, the Ray Epps thing appeared Sunday night on 60 minutes. We talked about it yesterday. CNN, uh, uh, 60 minutes is running cover for Ray Epps. Um, one of the uh, January 6th rioters, one of the leaders, a guy who claimed in a text message that he orchestrated the riot on January 6th, a guy who's on tape saying we got to go to the Capitol and trying to uh, encourage to instigate people to storm the Capitol. That guy has never been arrested. He was taken off the FBI's most wanted list. He's been protected by somebody and he's still protected by the media who somehow thinks that uh, he's different from the thousands of people who are trespassing and parading on January 6th. Did Tucker want to talk about that? And they said, no. Did he want to talk about his role in the Dominion lawsuit? He, um, did he want to defend himself because he didn't buy into the crazy conspiracy theories espoused by among others, Sidney Powell. And they said, no, you can't do that. Somehow, uh, in some way he was going to say something they didn't want him to say. That is the best way to go out. If you're a, a, a commentator, if you're an opinion host, you want, uh, you want to be too dangerous for your employer. You want to be too honest for your employer. So they said, it's going to cost us, and God, is it costing them. And instead of allowing him to say what he wanted to say, which is what they usually do, uh, what they usually did, let's be honest, Tucker went he went to two places. No other host went as I pointed out on Twitter. He's the only host on Fox who in the last month, month and a half, Tucker Carlson, um, uh, 
said that uh, the CIA killed JFK uh, and the CIA, by the way, set up Richard Nixon. Uh, Tucker Carlson said um, um, the U.S. blew up the Nord Stream pipeline definitively. Joe Biden blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. The rest of the media carried the water for for, uh, Biden and wouldn't go there. And uh, he's the only host who regularly pointed out that Joe Biden showered with his own daughter. Now, that's confirmed, essentially. It's in her diary. But it's such an uncomfortable topic that nobody else would touch it. He went to those, which is why he was so popular. He went to those places no other host would go. And it stood in stark contrast with his colleagues. Let's be honest. He seemed to get along fine with with Sean Hannity when they had their little handoffs. But there's no way that they saw eye to eye. Um, Hannity will never be fired for this for saying things, for um, threatening to say things that the management, that the Murdochs didn't like. You're not going to see Sean Hannity in that kind of trouble. Again, when Tucker does it, that that, uh, empowers him even more. It it galvanizes his fans, his supporters, his his viewers. And when they give him the boot, whose side do you think the people are going to take? the host who was threatening to say things that uh, management didn't like or management who fired him. This is devastating. As we mentioned yesterday in our emergency podcast, Uh, this is devastating to the network, to the, to the number one cable news network. There are so many people who are disgusted with Fox news and they don't even know the details yet. Nobody knows. We do not have them. There's lots of theories. As I said, uh, this, you know, media reporters who are, uh, who are uh, making guesses and throwing theories out there. What we do know is it wasn't because he was grabbing the interns. You know, it wasn't because he was, uh, uh, you know, forcing himself on the help like Chris Matthews and, uh, and Brian, well, Brian Williams was lying. Uh, but there were so many others, Bill O'Reilly and so many others who just, um, crossed the line uh, with, with uh, female females and got the boot. You can't blame the network for that. This is just so different. And people, they, they, they supported Tucker. They watched Tucker because they felt like they were getting the truth, that it wasn't filtered, that, it wasn't, uh, that he wasn't under pressure from politicians or, or, uh, or the, 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 his bosses or the Murdochs or, or anybody else. And they knew he was pissing off all the right people. Those people today, they're gloating. They're happy. We have the, we have the late night hosts, the alleged comedians on uh, late night TV. We have AOC who five will be six days ago now, six days ago, AOC said, sat down with Jen Psaki and said, um, Tucker must be stopped. She called for the government to censor. Tucker Carlson. This is uh, a sitting member of Congress, a very powerful, very outspoken member of Congress. Five days after she said that, Tucker was, they pulled the plug. Tucker was fired. So everyone was curious, what's AOC going to say? Obviously, she is a dummy, one of the dumbest members of Congress, but she's a good squad member, a radical socialist. So she gets a voice. She gets a, uh, 
huge platform. And she's happy about this. She thinks uh, she got her way. And she said, actually says, deplatforming works. A member of Congress is happy that somebody she disagree with has been deplatformed. I'm sorry, even though she's, you know, represents just one district, she's one of, you know, 435. This is chilling. This is, this is ridiculous. You're telling me that he was fired a few days after you called for a censoring and you're gloating. Just look at this. We have her up on the screen. She is so happy. She's, she feels like she got his scalp. Uh, let's listen to her. And then <laughs> I got questions, but God, let's listen to uh, the, uh, the pride of BU, uh, Sandy Cortez. Go ahead. Tucker Carlson is out at Fox News. Couldn't have happened to a better guy. Um, what I will say, though, is while I'm very glad that the person that is arguably responsible for the some of the largest driving some of the most uh, amounts of death threats and violent threats, not just to my office, but to plenty of people across the country. Um, I also kind of feel like I'm like waiting for the cutscene at the end of a Marvel movie after all the credits have rolled. And then you see like the villains like hand reemerge out to grip, grip over like the end of a building or something. But deplatforming works and it is important. And um, there you go. Good things can happen. Ugh. Oh, what a repulsive human being. Honest to God, is this, you, you know, Democrats, you're happy with that? Deplatforming works. So she thinks she won. She thinks he has been silenced. Now, she's right. That hand, see, I'm not a big Marvel movie guy. Is that something that typical happens? typically I'll, happens in a Marvel movie? I'll say it in a way you understand. The end of Carrie. Oh, that's good. The end of Carrie, yes. Um, <laughs> um, but, and, and she's right. Tucker's not going away. That's the difference in so many. I mean, where's what happened to Chris Matthews? People don't even know where, where they could find Bill O'Reilly. This is different. Tucker's just getting warmed up. And think of this, the next incarnation, the next uh, way for the next medium that Tucker uh, appears on, he's going to be more um, uh, unfiltered. He's going to be more direct, more honest. People like Sandy Cortez, people like Jimmy Kimmel, people like Joe Biden, they're not going to like it because he can take his audience with him and he can build a bigger audience. We talked about this yesterday. He gets three and a half million a night. That's number one in cable news. Joe Rogan supposedly gets 11 million. Um, on average. He's going, to go, he's going to go somewhere and he's going to have a big audience they're going to seek him out and they're going to find an unfiltered Tucker who's going to who's, who's going to have no reason to hold back. He's going to have no boss. There's not going to be any Murdoch there. There's not going to be any advertising execs saying you can't go there. That is just going to be an incredible thing to watch. I'm not sure if Sandy Cortez understands that. Again, she's not a bright person. She's celebrating cancel culture here. She's thinking, I got them. I win. You lose. Um, I would wait on that, Sandy. Just a little advice. 
Um, before we get to the uh, late night clowns, here's the odds for Tucker Carlson. Uh, this is from bookies.com. The favorite, this is a minus 110, this possibility, launches a Spotify podcast. Now, that's a good bet because he could do that and something else. You know, he could do, obviously, he could do it from his home, his bedroom, whatever. He could do a Bill Burr-like podcast. Just turn the mic on and talk. He doesn't need. He wouldn't need guests. He wouldn't need production. He would just need him telling you what he thinks. If you've ever heard him in interviews, like long-form interviews, he's fascinating. He's really smart. He's really opinionated. He's kind of cynical. That would be good. That would be huge. That would be, you know, Rogan-level big. I think those are right. terrible odds for Spotify, though. There's no chance they're going to bring him on. Well, how about just a podcast? Forget the platform or the, the company. Right. That's that's more um, like it. Second yeah. one is starts his own network. I can see uh, that. Uh, plus 300. Third, radio TV talk show on existing network. That's what I'm rooting for. Tucker Carlson to Newsmax. That's mm-hmm. what I'm hoping for. That's plus 500. Non-presidential vice president run, plus 750. Um. How about this one? Uh, if that's the case, if that's the winner, Tucker is uh, Ron DeSantis's running mate. <laughs> man, there would be certain uh, orange man in Florida who would lose his mind. It would be glorious. That would be the most explosive thing development in politics in my lifetime. Um, next presidential run. That'd be pretty cool too. And then Carlson and Don Lemon join forces. And then the last one is a Monday night football gig. So there's some silly <laughs> ones on there, but it doesn't matter. He will bring people with him. He will do two things. I like that idea. He'll bring people with him and he will um, kill Fox news. I'm not saying kill him, put him out of business, but I'm not sure they will ever get the numbers that they're getting right now mm-hmm. because the numbers in cable news are naturally declining. Young people aren't necessarily watching cable news. You know, they're not sitting down tuning into Sean Hannity and um, they're look, they're going to other platforms. So you couple that with Tucker starting his own thing or going to you know, Spotify, he's going to get the numbers and they're not, he's going to win in the end. I have no doubt he is in his prime. He's motivated He's, he's not being held back by any, you know, again, any lawsuit from some intern that he grabbed. Uh, there is a disgruntled former producer who is suing because I, I believe her name is Abby Grossman, uh, Grossberg, because of hostile work environment. Uh, but I don't think she's alleging, you know, that Tucker forced himself on her. That's just not who he is. You know, he's he's been married for 30 years. He's got four kids. Nobody accuses him of being that kind of creep. Um, So what's forcing him to leave is he wanted to say things that they wouldn't let him say. And that is the best way to leave a job. That is the best way to bring people with you. Just out of curiosity, people are going to flock to wherever he goes. People are going to be dying to hear what he has to say about everything, about Fox News, about Trump, you name it about uh you know biden and 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 we'll get to the uh the biden announcement tucker is so big 
that he has overshadowed the announcement from a sitting president that he's running for re-election. A decision, by the way, that everybody's against. Everybody. Democrats, Republicans. Nobody wants Joe Biden to run again. Bad news, America. He's running again. And he did it in typical Biden fashion. Cowardly. He did it from the basement or from wherever. Someone put together a video. He had nothing to do with it and put it out this morning. It's three minutes long. It's full of lies and bullshit. But um, let's get back to the people who are uh, who should be uh, be careful about what they wish for. Because these clowns, these late night guys that Tucker has uh, is lampooned for years, they were pretty happy last night. And I got I got a challenge for you. This is one minute long. Mm-hmm. This is a compilation from last night of Kimmel and uh, Fallon and uh, James Corden. I thought he was done, by the way. Didn't he quit? I think or, he's on his last year or something like that. Didn't he get fired? He's supposedly doing his last... Uh, what do they call that stupid uh, uh, thing in the car? Carpool karaoke. Mm-hmm. His last one is with Adele. And I thought he already did it. But anyway, this is one minute long. These are late night comedians, quote unquote, with huge staffs. I believe Colbert has like 70 people. You tell me uh, the challenge. Here's the challenge. Mm-hmm. Tell me the funny part. I watched this. This is the best they got this is allegedly the, the funniest material they could come up with when their nemesis, Tucker Carlson, gets fired. This is embarrassing, like, like everything else they do. This is just humiliating. But let's watch. This is one minute from last night. These, these fools talking about Tucker. Go ahead. Hi, I'm Jimmy Fallon, one of the few TV personalities who's still employed. Don Lemon and Tucker Carlson. I, for those of you who don't follow cable news, this is like if Ronald McDonald and the Burger King got fired on the same day. Tucker's firing is going to leave a huge white power vacuum at Fox. <laughs> Last Friday was his final show, which is great, but also unsettling. At least when he had a show, we knew where he was. Tucker couldn't be reached for comment. He's already on a plane to Moscow to meet with his manager. <laughs> Tucker Carlson has now worked and left MSNBC, CNN, and Fox News. He's running out of options now. Like, soon he's just going to be on the Weather Channel (laughs) saying that hurricanes are caused by drag queens. Apparently, Tucker was forced out by Rupert Murdoch, which is pretty ironic. Tucker spent so many years saying that Mexican people were coming to take our jobs away. Turns out he should have been worrying about Australians. (laughs) God, that's... I know I say this a lot, but that is the best they got. Did you get even a little chuckle, even a little guffaw out of any of that? At least Fallon Fallon went for the down the middle, kind of went for a joke, didn't pick sides thing, which was okay. Jimmy Kimmel saying he's on his way to Moscow. Yeah. I mean, the the fat guy there, uh, uh, Corden saying he's going to be on the weather channel. That is just, I mean, if you're just one guy sitting there, whatever, doing a podcast, and you said that, I'd say that's terrible. This is, again, these are corporate people with huge staffs with, with you know, all the resources they have available, and that's the best they got. God, they're embarrassing. That's another reason Tucker's going to have a huge audience, because 
you know, there's just so few people who can do what he does, who do it as well as he does. He was the, he is the best at it. And you never got the sense that he was um, um, carrying anybody's water, that he was spouting any talking points that were emailed to him by a politician or, or an executive. It's just, you, you got the feeling that he was telling you, he was speaking from the heart, telling you the truth. That's why it worked. On top of that, he was, you know, smart as hell. He was funny. The, a lot of the people are making fun of him because of his laugh, which I used to think was annoying, the Tucker laugh. And then I realized he was doing it just to drive the nail into his, uh, into his uh, opponents or into the, 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 the victims of his uh, rants. You know, when he laughed, it just drove them nuts. It was a he mocking laugh, yeah. He is mocking them. He was mocking them, and he will continue to mock them. I can't even imagine what an unfiltered Tucker's going to sound like. I mean, he knows, he knows people. He's going to have stories that he can break on his next platform that he couldn't break on uh, Fox News for whatever reason, legal reasons, you know, corporate reasons. That's all over. And I think he's playing it well right now. He's not talking to anybody. Nobody's, he hasn't, he hasn't done like Don Lemon, done some stupid uh, rant on Twitter. Uh, we can get to Don. Don's, Don's pathetic. Don, Don said yesterday, as we mentioned in his little rant on Twitter with purple font. Do you know how to make purple Twitter, purple tweets? Cause I don't, I would not do that. But it was like a weird notes app thing. I think Don, Don did. And he said, he ripped management at CNN because they didn't uh, talk to him directly. They talked to his agent. He said, after 17 years, you think they would call me? He lied. CNN <laughs> refuted that immediately, put out a uh, statement saying that he was offered the chance to sit down with management. Is this CNN's response? It's in their initial tweet and the bottom one's their initial tweet. And then the top oh. one's after Lemon's tweet. Yeah, they, they wished him well. They said they were forever uh, be part of the CNN family. That's all bullshit. And then <laughs> yeah. he comes out and says, they didn't even call me. So CNN responds on their official communications uh, account. It says, Don Lemon's statement about this morning's events is inaccurate. He was offered an opportunity to meet with management, but instead released a statement on Twitter. So he lied, but who cares? Nobody cares. I mean, he, he, it, there's such a stark contrast. Tucker is in demand. Everybody's calling him. Daily Wire put out a, a, a tweet with a photo with a huge check, you know, like one of those <laughs> yeah. checks yeah. that the lottery gives to winners and said, here, we're here for you, Tucker. So he could go to Daily Wire yeah. unfiltered. That would be huge. And it seems like he couldn't have the audience that he has, that he had at Fox, but he can, because again, the cable news audience is dwindling. Three million is huge. That's number one. He could get three million on Daily Wire or The Blaze or something like that. He could absolutely, he could put Newsmax, take it to another level. Put him on Newsmax and millions of Fox News viewers would bail on Fox and, and, and head right to Newsmax. He is a game changer. I'm not sure how long he will stay out of the game, but he's a, he's kind of a, a, a hard, he's a hard worker. We saw the, how much production he did for, uh, 
for their streaming service, which he's going to kill Vox nation. He's the one, he's the driving force that put that uh, on the map. They have over a million monthly subscribers. They're bailing in droves. People are quitting Fox nation because they went to it for him. He left right there on our comment line. Paul says he's done with Fox nation. I subscribe and only for initially just for him because he had a bunch of documentaries on there that I wanted to see. He has a good one a couple of weeks ago on the death of comedy, which have you seen that one? Ironhead, you're a big comedy guy. It's good about how comedians are all afraid to say the wrong thing. I saw snippets of it. Yes. It's, it's excellent. He's gone. I'm thinking lots, lots of Fox nation subscribers are gone too, but um, it is, it's going to be fun watching the people who hate him and all the other networks and, and, and gloating. They're a little apprehensive. You can tell they're like AOC. They're waiting for that hand. Well, I got news for you. That hand is coming. So probably sooner rather than later, that hand is coming. Everybody's waiting. The whole industry is going to be changed dramatically when he goes somewhere else, because Unlike every other host on every other network, he will bring people with him. He will bring everyone with him. You know, Bill O'Reilly, I don't even know where he went initially. He didn't bring people with him. They stuck to Fox News Mm -hmm. and they were, they were thrilled to watch, you know, Tucker, whatever, Laura, and just said, we're good. We don't need, we're good, Bill. It was a good run, but we're good. This is totally different. This is a guy in his prime who's going to take people with him and change the business uh, when he resurfaces, I just hope it's somewhere where he just goes totally unfiltered, swearing and yelling and <laughs> fighting. But uh, I got, I, I sent you an example. This is why Tucker is different. Tucker obviously is a conservative. Obviously nobody attacked Joe Biden harder and, and the Biden administration and you name it, anybody on the left, clearly he is a, um, a conservative, a right-winger, no question. But he didn't hesitate to go after right-wingers. Now, this is something you would never see, again, from Hannity. You wouldn't see it from any of the hosts, I don't think, on Fox. You know, I mean, I, I like a lot of them. I like uh, Laura and, and Jesse and Greg Gutfeld. But I'm not sure you'd see this from anyone else in the conservative media. He would put... Well, some of them wouldn't even go on with him. Lindsey Graham, Lindsey Graham would sit in the studio and wait till nine o'clock because he was so afraid of Tucker and he loved uh, Hannity. This is Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz is beloved by hard right, right wingers. I mean, he's brilliant. He's tough. He's a fighter. Um, He called the January 6th rioters terrorists one day because he was, I don't know, he was pandering to the media or somebody. I don't even know the, uh, remember the exact uh, context. Tucker puts him on the next day and just goes right at him. Terrorists. This is at a point where people were being jailed for trespassing and, and grandmothers were taking selfies and being charged with felonies. Uh, this is when people were opening, the, were waking up to the injustice of the January 6th committee. So he, Ted Cruz calls them terrorists and Tucker immediately puts them on and does not hold back. Let's listen to a little bit of this. You called this a terror attack when by no definition was it a terror attack. That's a lie. 
you told that lie on purpose, and I'm wondering why you did. Well, Tucker, thank you for having me on. When you aired your episode last night, I, I sent you a text shortly thereafter and said, listen, I'd like to go on because the way I phrased things yesterday, it, it was sloppy and, and it was frankly dumb. And, I don't and buy that. Result, whoa, 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 I don't buy that. For, look, I've known you a long time since before you went to the Senate. You were a Supreme Court contender. You take words as seriously as any man who's ever served in the Senate. And every word, you repeated that phrase. I do not believe that you use that accidentally. I just don't. It's so tough. <laughs> Nobody would do that. Uh, I mean, he comes on and says it was sloppy and dumb and stuff. And he's no, not good enough. Not good enough. That, that you will not get that from whoever Brian Kilmeade or whoever takes the eight o'clock slot. Uh, it just, I feel bad for Kilmeade or whoever steps into that slot. Cause they got no chance. None. It's, it's like David Lee Roth. Stepping in for Howard Stern back when Howie Hamptons was uh, on top of his game. By the way, has Howie Hamptons chimed in on this yet? I'm sure he, uh, he'll he'll probably be thrilled with uh, this move and say deplatforming works. Uh, this this Brian, you want to play Brian at the uh, uh, Kilmeade when he opened the show? I mean, you know, again, people like Kilmeade. He's a likable guy, and it, this is a no win situation. He Good. wants. A primetime slot. He's yeah. sick of waking up at four in the morning, I'm sure. Uh, but uh, it's just not a good career move if he actually uh, takes the job. But He tweeted out cool. yesterday, uh, big surprise at eight, and got crushed in, on yeah. his Twitter. It's it's not a good idea, Brian. Not and people like you. They you know you're good in the mornings. You get big ratings, and you get your radio, and you fill in, and you do weekend show. Not a good move. By the way. And this, there's a lot, there's a few other people who've been purged, including Dan Bongino. And mm -hmm. Bongino is probably going to, you know, have something to say about this. He's got, he's got some real insight of why this is happening, why they are getting rid of uh, their, their, their most outspoken hosts. But uh, let's, let's listen to Brian uh, open the show uh, when he had just, I mean, he had, I mean, I was watching, I was curious as to who would fill in, what they would say. And he did mention Tucker briefly and then moved on. Go ahead. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Fox News Tonight. I am Brian Kilmeade. As you probably have heard, Fox News and Tucker Carlson have agreed to part ways. I wish Tucker the best. I'm great friends with Tucker and always will be. But right now, it's time for Fox News Tonight. So let's <laughs> like a gun That's under the it. desk, Adam. <laughs> I mean, he, he, I know he wants, he wants to be a like, primetime host, so maybe he's going to do the job and hope for the best and maybe he'll get decent numbers, but uh, he will always be measured against his uh, predecessor. And that's not good for Brian Kilmeade. All right, we got to move. We got so much to get to. Uh, we got anything else on Don Lemon? We're done with Don Lemon. Don Lemon. Uh, by the way, I don't know what people think of Vivek Ramaswamy. I like him. I think he brings energy and ideas and, I hope uh, he's involved in the debates with Trump and with DeSantis and Nikki Haley. Apparently that was the last straw when Don Lemon had that little fight with Vivek that we played the other day mm. and said, you can't tell me anything unless you've been a black man in America. This, this privileged you know, gay black liberal making probably 8 million a year 
dumb as a rock, making you know, a, a good living for years and years. He's talking about how hard he has in America. He's out and nobody cares, but uh, we will move on. We got to get to Joe Biden's big announcement. Ooh, this was exciting. And uh, what he did yesterday at the White House, which is a disgrace. Um, Hunter Biden has been ordered to appear in court in Arkansas uh, in the paternity suit from his baby mama. And maybe he'll actually meet his daughter when he goes to Arkansas. His little uh, three-year-old daughter, uh, four-year-old daughter, who the Biden family denies exists. Boy, they are just trash. They are just awful, awful people. We'll get to that. And Oh, and Aaron Rodgers, we got to give you our... Uh, our take on the big Aaron Rodgers deal. It has finally gone down. I want to, I got to commend Rodgers big time for the first thing he did when the trade was done. I'll give you a hint. Um, he will not be wearing number 12 in New York. And that I think is a good move. But uh, first, a recession-proof investment without compromise. European American Armory Corp, or EAA Corp, has specialized in providing high-quality, innovative, and reasonably priced firearms to the U.S. market since 1990. Choose from a wide selection of unique and traditional pistols, whether you're looking for a concealed carry, revolver, shotgun, or competition pistol, EAA Corp has it. EAA's 1911 series comes in compact carry or full-size in three popular calibers. First-time gun owner? No problem. EAA Corp all-in-one 9mm MC9 striker fire pistols come fully equipped in a sleek, light, ergonomic package ideal for everyday carry. In addition, their lineup includes MC312 series of 12-gauge shotguns for hunting, sporting, tactical, or personal defense that will exceed your expectations. There's a limited lifetime warranty on every series available today from EAA Corp. EAA Corp says get the quality firearm you've always wanted and save yourself a lot of your hard-earned money. Visit eaacorp.com to learn more and order online or through your local dealer. Uh, you know what your president did in the White House Monday? Um, I, I could think of a million things you could do that would be uh, preferable to this. This is disgraceful. As a reminder, he never went to Nashville. He never met with the families of the victims of the Covenant School shooting. He never even mentioned the names of the three nine-year-olds or the three staff members murdered by the trans terrorist. He never mentioned the names of the two cops, uh, Calazzo and Engelbert, who saved countless lives when they took out the trans terrorist shooter, Audrey Hale. Never mentioned it. You know what he did yesterday? He hosted at the White House the Tennessee Three, these three insurrectionists who stormed the Capitol uh, and uh, against the rules and got expelled. They got reinstated, but these clowns, including one, Justin Jones, who was a BLM rioter who, uh, who carried a little kid's coffin into the state house to protest, I don't know, guns. And the other two, Gloria Johnson, Justin Pearson, they got to sit down with the president at the White House just because, you know, they're against guns. Uh, by the way, and we'll remind you again, there was a vote on a bill to protect students in Tennessee to have security at every school 
four legislators voted against it. These three and one others, they all, all three of them voted against increasing security for children at school. That's how much they care about kids. They are clowns. And our president gave them an audience at the White House. What a disgrace. Then I believe he headed off to the beach because, you know, that's what he does. Off to uh, Delaware. And while he was there sleeping in today in uh, Delaware, they released a video, three-minute video, announcing that he's running for re-election. It is, uh, it's, it's a whole montage, including lots of scenes from January 6th. Matt Gates is in it. Marjorie Taylor Greene is in it. Um, there's very little from Biden. I mean, obviously, it's all recorded, edited. It's, it's completely you know, overdone, prepackaged. He, he wants to be reelected, and he doesn't have the, the guts to stand in front of an audience, to sit down with someone and do an interview, to, you know, appear live. A good thing when you're an 80-year-old man in the throes of dementia. You might want to have a, you know, a proof-of-life video for the world to see when you tell them you want to serve for four more years, that you want to serve in the office until you're 86. This is a day after a poll from uh, NBC. 70% of people polled said they do not want him to run again. 70%. I believe the number of Democrats who want him to run again is about 25%. Uh, Yeah, 25%. He's running again against the wishes of everybody. Republicans, Democrats, nobody wants him to run again He's served for two years and two months. It's been an abject disaster by any measure. And yet he wants to, quote, finish the job. That's what he says in this video. If that doesn't scare the hell out of you, I don't know what will. Joe Biden finishing the job, when you think about what he's done so far, is frightening. But let's watch a little of it. This is, again, a guy who literally has nothing to do with the announcement that he's running again. No, he has no role here, no involvement. His handlers put together a video. They put, they decided where to, you know, how to post it, what time to do it, what day to do it. The the man who will, the, the empty husk who wants to serve four more years, had nothing to do with this. Let's watch. Freedom, (laughs) personal freedom is fundamental to who we are as Americans. There's nothing more important, nothing more sacred. That's been the work of my first term, to fight for our democracy. This shouldn't be a red or blue issue. To protect our rights, to make sure that everyone in this country is treated equally and that everyone is given a fair shot at making it. But you know, around the country, MAGA extremists are lining up to take on those bedrock freedoms. Cutting Social Security that you paid for your entire life while cutting taxes for the very wealthy. Dictating what healthcare decisions women can make. Banning books and telling people who they can love. All while making it more difficult for you to be able to vote. Oh, Jesus. I, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> you didn't like Banning the freedom. Books. <laughs> banning books and, and, and making it harder to vote. 
Those are lies. That's what those are. That's what Joe Biden does. He lies. Those are lies. They're not banning books. They're banning, you know, pornography in elementary schools. And who's against that? They're not making it harder to vote. That's been debunked over and over again. Those are lies. And it is just the height of, of, of gall and, and chutzpah for Joe Biden to say freedom. By the way, how many takes do you think it took for him to get that word right? Well, freedom. From, from the sounds of it, it sounds freedom. like only one. <laughs> freedom. There's a guy who uh, insisted on masking children, on shutting down schools, on, on, on denying uh, uh, people to, the right to travel. Uh, that kicked thousands of people out of the military because they wouldn't get vaccinated. This is a guy who won't let uh, Djokovic play in the U.S. Open. Still, he's talking about freedom. I mean, this is a vote against Joe Biden is a vote for freedom. He has done more to curtail freedom, to deny freedom than any president in modern history. Talking about freedom, man, that takes some real balls. But again, he has nothing to do with it. He just sat there and had to read a word off a teleprompter. That's it. It's just embarrassing. Everything he does is just humiliating. And uh, we saw the theme. It's a real fresh one. MAGA Republicans in January 6th. God, we're really going to get two more years of that. By the way, the Democrats, the DNC announced there will be no debates. You know, that guy who's espousing freedom and your rights you don't get a right to see your candidate debate. RFK Jr. will not get to debate Joe Biden and whoever else runs. There'll be other candidates. There will be no debates. There was only one. I forgot this last time with Biden Trump with uh, you know, the whole when he went and lied about the 51 intelligence officials and all that. There will be no debate, uh, they said. So he's going to hide again the goal, the, 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 uh, the strategy is hide and harvest, hide out, harvest ballots, mail-in ballots, cheat, do whatever they can to get this, this corpse back in the White House. It's going to be just wild. But what do we got? Oh, we don't have him because he's, didn't, he's, he's still in bed. He didn't make an appearance. He didn't say a word. It's just, you know what it is? It's un-American. It's un-American to announce your candidacy. Uh, uh, virtually is what he did. Hell, the, this is going to be the, the virtual candidacy again. He's going to hide. The media will, will do the campaigning for him, and they will hope the, his, his opponent is Donald Trump, and they will hope they can beat him again. But This is uh, his thoughts on children, uh, that quick little oh, clip. Oh, this is a good one. This, this is how tone deaf the Biden people are. This was a speech, I believe, in the Rose Garden. I forget the topic, whatever. He was babbling about something. This was actually written in the script, typed in the teleprompter, and he read it. Let's listen. Rebecca put a teacher's creed into words when she said, there's no such thing as someone else's child. No such thing as someone else's child. Our nation's children are all our children. That's disgusting. God, that, he, they think that that's a positive message. That your children aren't your children. They're my children. They're your neighbors. That, that, no parent wants to hear that. None. And he thinks that's 
a, 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 a message people want to hear. Your children are my children. Yeah, just what I want. My children to be to belong to Joe Biden so he can sniff them. Oh God, what a you, know, you run with that. That should be the theme of your campaign. Your children aren't really your children. They're my children. And it, you know, they're our children. If they want to change their sex, they can. And if you try to stop them, we will take them away. That should be the theme. Uh, but all right, we got to move. We got to get to Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I'll just quickly commend this judge. I want to get the judge's name. I like to, you know, uh, the judge in Arkansas. Uh, her name is Holly Meyer. She told attorneys yesterday, quote, from now on, I want both of your clients at every hearing I conduct. She's demanding uh, Hunter Biden, who is 53, appear in court May 1st, 9 a.m. in this uh, litigation against um, the baby mama uh, of little Navy. Navy, uh, her name is Navy Luden, but she wants to change it to Biden and Hunter Biden is fighting her. The mother's name is Luden Roberts. She's the stripper, former stripper. And she's the mother. Hunter Biden's the father. We've already proved that Hunter doesn't want to pay child support because he is a piece of garbage. Uh, and he is fighting it. Now he has to appear in court. I wonder when Joe Biden and Jill Biden, those two trashy one, they actually admit that this girl is their grandchild. I mean, that is just disgusting. But he has to appear in court to fight this because, you know, he doesn't want to hand over financial disclosures. Guy who's made millions grifting off his father doesn't want to support his own daughter. What an absolute scumbag. But enough of that. We'll get back to that. May 1st, may, hopefully there'll be TVs in the courtroom. Uh, and maybe then, maybe mom can bring little Navy to court and she'll actually get to meet her scumbag father. That'd be something. But all right, let's do Shay, and then we'll get to uh, A-Rod, Aaron Rodgers to New York. Thank God that's uh, finally happened. As you know, Shea Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps ready to be installed at your home. This is your spring project, people. If you're building a new home or remodeling or replacing an old staircase, Shea has great uh, values on designs that will fit your home. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home, giving you much better curb appeal. Make your front steps the talk of the town and do it now. Do it this spring. No reason not to. You know that removing the stairs is a pain. They're heavy. They're awkward. And where do you take them when you get rid of them? Shea will take care of all that for you. They Leave it to them. When they're done, you'll have a great-looking new entrance that will add value to your home. It's more than an upgrade. It's an investment. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you'll get a brand-new front entrance. Learn more at SheaConcrete.com and... While you're there, you can look for a job. Shake Concrete is hiring. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people and skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. That's it. Go to shakeconcrete.com. I'd only took uh, 40, I believe it was 40 days since um, Aaron Rodgers said he wants to play for New York. He had a big meeting with the owner and uh, the offensive corner, his guy, Nathaniel Hackett. And he said, New York is where I want to go. Make it happen. It took 40 days. I think the Jets did okay. Obviously, when you talk about a trade for a franchise quarterback, 
it depends. You know, the idea of you know, grading the trade or picking a winner and a loser. Uh, you know, I'll pick the team that got the Hall of Fame quarterback, that got one of the five best quarterbacks to ever play. I mean, he's 39, but I think he's still got it. I think, you know, he takes pretty good care of himself. And I think he'll be good. He goes to a team that has a lot. Man, They the Jets are good. They just didn't have a quarterback, and now they do. They happen to have one of the best to ever play the game. When you look at the immediate return, you say that they flip picks in the first round. Then you look and you say, the Packers get the 13th, Jets get the 15th. That's not a big hit for the New York Jets immediately. So they go from 13 to 15, big deal. The 2024 pick is conditional. If he plays 65% of the snaps, it becomes a first rounder. If he plays 65% of the snaps in that offense and he's healthy, that's going to be a bargain as well. I mean, he it changes everything when you think about it. They got a stud, you know, young wideout, stud running back. They had the number four ranked defense. They just needed a quarterback. They could not go into next season with Zach Wilson or Mike White and expect to compete for the division title. Now they can. They were they won seven games last year. They went seven and ten with a damn good defense and a bunch of young studs. That I mean, that flips at least, right? Ten and seven, eleven and six, twelve and whatever. They are better than New England Patriots, who I believe now will be picked to finish last in the division. This is huge. And like I said, most important thing, Joe Namath offered to give up number 12, which is retired for him. And Aaron Rodgers, in a classy move, said, no thanks. He will wear number eight, his college number. I like that. I don't know why I care about things like that, but I do. I do too. Peyton Manning did not do that. He was he went to Denver. The guy, they retired 18-4, I forget his name now, said he'll give it up, and Peyton took it. You don't do that. A number's retired for a reason. It's to honor the guy that retired. All you got to do is switch numbers, and everyone's happy. But Peyton wouldn't do it. Aaron Rodgers did. That's good. That's good karma, too. So I think it's good for uh, foot. It's good for the NFL. The Jets are going to be on prime time at least five times. They're going to be a huge must-watch game. We get to see them twice a year. I know. And it seems like half the time it's boring and they suck. That's all changed. We get to see Aaron Rodgers against New England, against Buffalo, against Miami twice a year. Mm. This is good for the NFL. It's good for the division. It's bad for the New England Patriots. But glad to see him get it done. Do you think your thoughts, Ironhead? Um, did good I see? Point. Did Excellent I see? <laughs> did I see the other day that Tyreek Hill retired, or was that just internet rumor? No, that was just a rumor. Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna say that opens up the uh, division form quite easily, but now it's just gonna be hard. I'm glad to see. I want to see the Jets have a dominant quarterback over the Patriots for the first time in my life, except for like uh, you know a couple Chad Pennington games when he just seemed yeah, like they won some games. Right, they won some games uh, against Patriots, but this and you look at the you know like the 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 Jets get a fifth round pick in this year's draft. I thought they would have to give up more. I really did. So yeah, and if he gets hurt, if he gets hurt, if he gets old, then the Jets look like fools. Plus, you know, Zach Wilson, they took with the second pick in the draft. Is he salvageable? Will he learn under Aaron Rodgers? 
who was not known for mentoring young quarterbacks, not no. known for you know helping Justin Love in Green Bay. Will he help Zach Wilson? If he does, that's huge too. But I love the idea of Rodgers in New York. He thinks he can handle the media. He's generally pretty good at it. We will see. It's going to be tough. New York is different than everywhere else. The pressure is different. We'll see. It's something that's just going to be fascinating to watch. So we, we good gotta... for the Jets, good for the AFC East, bad for the Patriots. I'm pretty sure most of those preseason picks are going to go Buffalo, New York, Miami, New England when they uh, line up the division. This was uh, Zach Wilson when asked about them bringing a, a veteran quarterback into the Jets. I think it was last year or the year before that. And he said he's going to make that dude's life uh, hell in practice every day. So I think Zach Wilson, someone's <laughs> going to sit him down and say, this is the best thing for you. You're not ready. Obviously, he's physically gifted, but he sucked. As we pointed out, he didn't even know how to like, throw the ball away. He's just not ready. Uh, this is this is a good thing for Zach Wilson. He should be thrilled. All right, we got to wrap this up. What a wild day. What a wild week. Um, we'll see. Maybe we'll have an answer tomorrow. Where Tucker's going, what he's going to have to, what he will say when he gets there. Here's the best thing of all. I'm pretty sure Tucker Carlson did not sign an NDA. I can't imagine I don't know. Maybe we all have our price. Maybe they made it worth his while. Maybe they gave him tens of millions of dollars to say, you cannot, you will not discuss things that happen here ever again. But if I had to guess, when you look at the way he went out, it was very abrupt. I'm going to guess that they did not get him to sign away his right to speak about the situation, which will be a great thing. If so, if that's the case, he's going to sit down soon with someone or sit down by himself in a room, in a studio, and tell all. Cannot wait. That's just going to be huge. But that will do it for today. Thanks to everyone for listening. Thank you, Ironhead. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we will do it again tomorrow. shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen.